Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. My intention in doing it is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of colors on hold. And first, I have a fun surprise for you. My dear friend and writing partner, Greg, is on the phone. Hey, Greg. Hi, Julie. Great to be with you. Great to have you. Everybody, I mentioned earlier that I'm working on a historic novel. Here's my other half that's working on it with me. And it's we're, we're in the throes of it big time. And I asked Greg to come on because we are having so much fun doing this. And I thought it would be maybe something that you would enjoy hearing about as we go through the process because it's unfolding for us like it will be for those of you that read it. So I, I think I'm going to let you set the scene, Greg, and I'll pick up where you leave off. Oh my, that, that, that's a big task. We are in the, in the beginnings of the writings of this story, but uh, the story goes back a bit. So the background is that um, it's not just a story, but it's a story about a story. Um, several years ago, I, I, Julie and I were having a conversation about someone, uh, a spirit, in, in a remote location that was uh, kind of following me, uh, that was trying to get my attention for some reason. And uh, through a, a, a wonderful uh, weekend trip out of the country, uh, we discovered a lot of what the story was about. And, uh, and it was the issue of wanting to have the story told. And so uh, this book that we are working on together uh, is about telling that story. And it has developed and grown and become quite an adventure. So um, it is uh, based in the antebellum South, the Gothic South, of course, uh, all of the characters are coming from 160 years ago, and uh, we're greatly enjoying discovering the story as we go because what happens is we sit and actually talk with the spirits, the characters, and they develop the plot of a story. And, um, and it's turning out to be something quite interesting. It's kind of a whodunit. We talk about that. Uh, it's a, um, uh, there's really no murder, but there is mystery, and the whodunit uh, in, in the mystery, uh, all in the throes of the Civil War, um, in, a, in a wonderful landscape uh, of the Old South. So that's a lot how the book, uh, the story is coming along. Now, the process is really the interesting part because that's a part of the story as well and how we are discovering um, the things that are telling us the story, the people, the spirits who are coming through to tell us the story, um, 
I go back and validate a lot of the information we're getting in. And it's just amazing. I sit at my desk and it's like watching a soap opera. And there are times I catch myself reading through something and gasping because everything we're told by a spirit is absolutely correct. And it's, um, it's developing uh, to be a wonderful story. Julie's taking a great part in it. And, um, and she helps with, with finding some of the answers that I can't resolve. Well, and the fun thing is, it it's not a, a murder story, but it involves a death of a mm-hmm. young gal, and so we don't know what happened, and we're figuring it out as we go. And Greg was mentioning that he will get information, and then he'll validate it with historic documents. And I always say, you can't make this stuff up. Which is just hilarious. And I'll get a text from him or I'll text him and I'll say, you're not going to believe this. And then we both laugh. We say, well, yeah, we keep saying that, but we do believe it because everything's showing up, even to the point where new characters that we didn't even originally think were going to be part of the story are showing up as well. And so it helps to have a psychic. That would be me. And Greg is very intuitive as well. So he is able to talk to spirit as well. And it's just, it's, we're having a ball doing it. I hope to give you periodic updates as we put this together. And um, I I really think that this is going to be a story where you're going to have a tough time putting the book down because I'm having a tough time putting it down and I'm just exploring it (laughs) as I'm writing it. So with Greg, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, we have, um, uh, people ask me as well, when, when this will be uh, ready? Well, a book doesn't happen overnight, but I, I certainly would hope uh, that we can uh, continue to share some tidbits as, as this is progressing um, about the, the story and about the story behind the story, how it's happening, um, including uh, a conference you have coming up in November, uh, a meeting you have in November in uh, in Atlanta, and I think that we can probably uh, provide a good bit of information at that point. I think we'll be far enough along. I agree. All right. Well, thanks for joining me this evening and giving everybody a little bit of a sneak peek. I was talking to Greg the other morning on my walk, and he goes, I finally had to tell these spirits in my room, okay, guys, I know you don't need to sleep, but I do. Oh, you need to leave now. What was it, two or three in the morning yeah, or something? About two o'clock in the morning. They they have to. I said, you have to go home. I don't know where you go to go home, but uh, I'm at home and I need to go to sleep and you need to leave. Uh, it's uh, They're really chatty. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, and the, and the thing that's so interesting about it is this main character has been in your orbit for a long time and she wants the story told. And oh, right, so right. I I find that so interesting, and that's how I got pulled in. Because uh, this is a spirit that came to mind daily for years, and uh, and that's that is how you were pulled in, and um, and you really were pulled in. You're you're a part of this now, um, as yeah. well as the other characters. She's bringing in many other characters, and uh, and they're all taking on their own lives, uh, showing us who they really are, who they were, and their experience going through uh, through the story that they tell. And even to the point where we're getting names of characters we didn't even know were involved, and then we can find historic information on them, you guys. So this is really, it's it's just a blast putting it together, and, and we'll keep you updated. Thanks for joining me, Greg, and 
and I'll, I'll have you back as this progresses. Absolutely. Huge fan of the show. Thank you for what you do, too. Looks like Neha's first. Hi, girl. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for calling on me. You bet. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm calling from Chicago. Wonderful. Got a question for me? Yes. Um, so I had spoken to you not too long ago about a sty in my eye. I did see the eye doctor today and they said it's turned into a granuloma and that um, they would prefer not to excise it because they'll have to take part of my eyelid with it. So they want to give me a steroid injection in a couple of weeks because my eye um, pressure was too high today from the steroid ointments that they've given me. So um, right now, what they want me to do is just come back in two weeks. Hopefully, the pressure will be down and they can do the injection. But he also wants me to take preferably oral antibiotics. And I'm worried because, um, you know, we all know what that does to your gut. And I have other autoimmune conditions that um, I'm worried are going to get completely out of control from, you know, weeks of taking doxycycline. So I guess I was hoping for, um, I don't know, some healing or some insight on, what I should do. I, I'm just not sure. I just, I don't want to mess with my eye, but I also would prefer not to take the antibiotics if I didn't need them. All right. Well, I, let me look at your eye first and we'll see what's going on there. I, for those of you that are first time listeners and, and first time to the show, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to raise my vibrational level. It takes me a nanosecond to turn it on and off. And I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Neha in Chicago. And then it'll be as if I have a hologram of her in my mind's eye. And as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. Something will be identified in this case. It will be her eye. And then there will be some kind of a healing. And we'll get some information for you on the antibiotics and steroids. How long have you been on the steroids now with the cream? Oh, the ointment I took for about a total on and off uh, three weeks, but I stopped it two days ago because I started getting worried about my eye pressure and I was right. It was high today, so I can't use that anymore. I never heard of that, but that makes total sense that the steroids made your eye pressure high. Yeah. Wow. Kind of like you're the energizer bunny and that's doing the same thing to your eye, huh? Could be. Oh my gosh. Are you having any headaches or eye strain or pain or anything with it? Yeah, uh, but I have those chronically also, so I'm not sure if it's really that. I was having some weird like um, flashes and things like that, so I'm going to see a retinal doctor next week to make sure I don't have a retinal problem or a tear, but I don't know. Could also be migraine. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Hand to you in Chicago. All right, got you. I I can see where it was removed. It's still removed. Your eye is healing. It's mm. healing on its own. And uh, I, I'm going to put a little bit of stem cell energy in there. When I worked on you before, I watched it get removed. And it looked like one of those little zits that we all had as teenagers where the little white ball came out of pus. You know, and sometimes it was kind of hard 
or it, it felt like it was sebum almost. That's what it looked like when I took it out. I remember taking it out. I, spirit working through me and with me, certainly. And so I'm putting a little teeny bit of stem cell energy in their kneha just to close in that tissue. Stem cell energy looks like a light amber color gel, has sparkles in it, reminds me of dippity-doo hair gel when I was a kid in the 60s and 70s. And there's a little tiny vortex spinning above your eyelid and that's regenerating the tissue for that. Are they going to need to excise it? I get a no. I believe it's going to heal on its own. As far as the flashes of light, do you get them even in the dark sometimes? Um, I, they kind of started on Sunday, although I haven't had any today. So I thought it might be due to the high pressure, but it's typically when it's more bright. And then, um, you know, it's when I blink and sometimes it feels like it's pulsating. So I don't know. I, the okay. doctor today said that's typical of an ocular migraine, but so that would be a new thing to add to my list. I've not had that before. Well, I was looking for, at the viscous. That's the gel that's in the eye. And sometimes a glob of that can come off. And and it feels like a, there's something messed up with your retina, but it's not. Your retina looks fine to me. But I got, I was getting, I get divine downloads, I call them in my head while you were talking. And I was getting that it was some viscous of that gel that's that's gotten loose. And they don't know why it happens. It just does, probably because of the steroids and probably because of the pressure in your eye. Let me look at your gut and see what's going on there. And is it in Neha's best interest to take the antibiotics? I get a yes. Wow. Take nice, take nice statin with them. Okay. I'm going to take the antifungal nice statin to keep the yeast under control, because the yeast will proliferate when we're on steroids and antibiotics. I get the antibiotics will help. Okay. Okay. So, nice statin, antifungal, N Y S T A T I N. Been off patent for about 80 years. It's what they give babies for thrush. It's really inexpensive. Every pharmacy is going to have it. You want to take the tablets and that will help your gut. Yeah. Okay. You're going to heal from this. They're not going to have to do surgery on it. I don't believe. That's what I'm getting right now. Okay. And the steroid injection, I might still need that. I get a no on that. I don't even think you're going to need that. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe the antibiotics will take care of it. That'd be great. I think they will. I'm getting a yes on the antibiotic right now and no on the steroid. And that's what I'm getting at this moment in time. Future events are fluid. So all I can give you is what's happening right now. Maybe right. different tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. But that's what I'm getting at the moment. Okay. Thank you so much. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Hi, Molly. Hi, Julie. It's good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you, too. Please tell everybody where you're located. Yeah, I'm in Reston, Virginia, which is the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Terrific. How may I help you this evening, my girl? So um, I spoke to you a few days ago on the July live event about uh, the situation I'm in where I've been sick um, from mold illness for a few years now and also Lyme disease and I've had to move 
ton of times in the last few years, and I'm just feeling disheartened because I recently found out that my current apartment that's pretty new, it was built in 2017, has a mold problem, and I'm going to have to move again. So um, when we spoke a few days ago, you recommended that I, or I guess Spirit recommended that I move somewhere that's about two hours from Washington, D.C., and it has the name Gap in, I guess, in the town or the um, area, and it's in Virginia. So I've been Googling a lot this week because I'm trying to move pretty soon and just get into a healthier place soon for me. And I also have um, some cats and they're feeling kind of sick too. Um, so I was just wondering if you could maybe uh, answer a few more questions to help me narrow this down a little bit. Um, I found a place that's near Richmond called Dutch Gap. Does that seem like that might be the right place? Did you find any other ones? I did. Um, I, I, keep, I, I heard the other night on the live, which was really fun, isn't it? I mean, we have a ball on those yeah. lives. Yeah. And once a month, and it's like a party. And, and I, I love it. And we get a lot of questions answered and people volunteer other stuff if they have some suggestions for the person who's asking the question, which is great. And there are always prizes. So that's a good thing too. But I keep hearing, and I heard it the other night too, Molly, Brock's Gap, like Brock or Rock or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That That is a town, uh, or it's not a town. It's like a part of the mountains that's near a few towns in Virginia. So I did come across that area okay. too. Brock. Oh, you did? Okay. So you yeah. heard that. Yeah. That That's what I got the other night and that's what I'm getting again. So is that in a place that's desirable? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't expect you to live in the holler. Yeah, I mean, it's it's out in the country, which is very different from where I live now. Um, but I'm open to a change. I was a little more excited about the Richmond area, to be, be honest. It's a little more similar to where I am now. But um, I feel like I've had a hard time picking a, a good place in the last few years. You know, I've been in this place for a year and a half and I, I tested it before I moved into the first unit in this building that I lived in, but then the building flooded. So I had to change units and I didn't get to test the current one that I'm in where I discovered the mold problem before I switched. So I'm just feeling a little disheartened about my ability to find a safe place. So um, if that's where I should go, then I'm, I'm open-minded to that. Yeah. What are the other names? The first one you said I got a no one. What was that okay. one again? Dutch Gap. I get a no. What What are the other ones? Um, there's also, uh, let's see, Simmons Gap. I get a yes on that. Okay. Um, Wolf Gap. No. Okay. And I think those are the only ones really that had any homes near them. The rest of them are other gaps or two and there are a few other towns in Virginia that have gap in the name but they're further south and I know you know the other night you said two hours from DC and they're a lot further than that so might not be a fit is it in Molly's best interest to stay two hours from DC I still get a yes on that at this moment in time Brock's gaps coming in uh, go look at the area. Go see what's there. I mean, the fact that I've gotten that name, and it's so random, but yeah. I've gotten that name like six or seven times, 
and okay. what for two days, three days, because we did the live on Tuesday and today's Thursday. So I've yeah. gotten it six or seven times for you. So good job being a secret agent researching this stuff. Yeah, I really want to find yeah. a new place. So I'm excited. Um, are you getting anything on whether it's an apartment or a townhouse or a house? I get a house. A house? Okay. Okay. Get a house. Um, and the other thing is, it may be leading you there for some other really big reason other than just where to live. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, there may be a bigger picture there. I would yeah. say there probably is considering that it's come in so much and considering you found a place that has that exact name that we were getting. See, that's what Greg and I were talking about with our book. We keep getting all this information that we're, we're able to corroborate with historic information and maps and stuff like that. So it makes it really fun. I, I would take a road trip. Go check it out. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, can I ask you Alrighty. about family members I might be able to stay with? In the meantime, you know what? Let me let me if we have time after I get some other callers on, we can do that. But uh, but let us know what you come up with once you take a road trip and go check it out. I will. Thanks, Julie. You bet. Bye, Mom. Bye. Hi, honey. <laughs> Sorry. Sharon is a graduate of my angelic attended training. She's one of my favorite people on the planet. How fun is this? I love having you on. What a nice surprise. Best thing I ever did in my life, do your training. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Well, tell everybody where you are. I'm in Topanga Canyon, Southern California. Speaking of the holler. She's she's in the canyon, like yeah. our last scholars, you know, spirits saying, go check out this gap place and where you are is, I know it well, because I used to live close by and, and it's, yeah, you, you got some mountain people in there. Yeah, love it. Sounds awesome. Beautiful. Well, good. Well, you got a, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I, I'm having TMJ in my left side and it's not resolving. I'm doing all kinds of PT stuff for it. I've been, um, at, when Pamela Bob was talking on our get together about the cranial sacral, I started doing that, did that for six times. Um, so a month and a half I've been doing it and it's just not getting better. Um, and then it moves into my neck and, and I'm not grinding my teeth. It's not, it's not from that. So, but I just, I can't, it just won't heal and I'm doing everything I can to try to heal it. So I thought I'd try right. you miracle worker. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored. Oh my gosh. All right. Let me get you on my radar. Here comes my laser beam heading out west. Sweet home Alabama to Topanga Canyon. All right. Got you. So when I see somebody with TMJ, Sharon, I first of all detach the jaw. I, you know, spirit working through me and with me. It's just easier to say I instead of we. We throws people off. They're like, we? Who's we? Anyway, detach it. It looks like one of those plastic skeletons you can get at the dollar store at Halloween. And it has a peg inside a hole and that makes the jaw hinge. So I detach it. Your jaw is detached right now. And then inside that joint, it reminds me of little gears in a clock. Have you ever seen a mantle clock where it's plates and it's a tongue and groove action? Yes. 
the tongue will go in the groove and then it moves the plate and that's what moves the time. That's that's the analogy that I always see with TMJ. And on that side of your face, it looks like it's the left side. The, there are some of those little tongues that have worn down. So I'm using stem cell energy, of course, to regenerate those. And light amber color gel, sparkles, reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel. And those are there. And then there's a little vortex spinning above it. And that's regenerating those teeth in that little tongue and groove mechanism in the jaw. All right, let me look at the right side and see what's going on over there. You got a little bit of it going on over there too. Yeah, well, I've been chewing on my right side and doing, you know, so it's been taking the load, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what I'm doing is putting a little bit of stem cell energy there as well. Little vortex spinning. Okay. Now let's put your jaw back together. So putting it back together and then I'm watching you open and close your jaw, centering it. All right. <laughs> like a leveler that a contractor uses when yes. it's up and down, it's, it's straight <laughs> so that your, your chin is level with your nose and you're not, you know, one-sided with your, your chin. Okay. Got that going on. All right. Inflammation's gone. Hopefully that will help. Do you have mouth guards that you're wearing at night? I, I used to, but I don't think that's, um, that's not the cause. I don't think, whoops, I don't think that's the cause of it. I don't think I'm, I'm uh, grinding. I used to grind my teeth and I did hypnotherapy for a long time ago. And I do have a mouth okay. guard, but I need to get, I, I need, I'll, I'll ask the dentist. The dentist will tell me too, if, if they see. Yeah, get see. those Invisalign trays, Sharon, that okay. you see advertised on TV, but get an upper and a lower. And they'll just do an impression in your teeth so that it'll fit really well in your teeth. And then then even if you are grinding, people, what I find is people will just get maybe an, for their upper palate or just their lower palate. Well, the teeth are banging against it. You want it to be plastic against plastic. Yeah. And then that'll stop that. I, that's what came in is get some of those Invisalign retainers. And that's what they put the kids in now that have braces after their braces are done and taken off, they put them in those Invisalign retainers. So I would get some of that too. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll help. I don't know if you're grinding, but you might be clenching. The other thing is, do you use Somnifix or a mouth tape at night? I tried, you know, talked about the mouth tape thing and I tried it. And in the, in the middle of the night, I don't know, it was bugging me or something. So I ripped it off and I had a big bruise on my lip. It was gnarly look. Um, yeah. Well, so I, don't, I don't know which one you were using, but I, I like the, um, my, you know, the um, uh, uh, micro, not Microsoft, micro something, um, um, the, the really gentle cotton tape that you can get or paper tape, paper tape. You so. want to tr try Somnifix, S O M. NI fix, Somni fix. And I have really sensitive skin. I use those every night because I'm a mouth breather when I sleep. And I just, boy, has it helped a lot. And that'll help if you're clenching or grinding your teeth too, even though you don't know it. 
So there's that. Great idea. Yeah, I hear too. If you if you're a mouth breather at night, which I probably am, that, that's um, that lowers your nitric oxide. So which is not it good. does. So it does. I think Dave. Yes. Dave so, I heard that from. Yep. Our buddy, Big Dave. So everybody, Sharon alluded to the fact that she is a facilitator for the Angels and Enlightenment training, which is the online training self-paced, which means she is the one who is doing a practice group. We have several other graduates of the big in-person class. And so it's the best deal in woo-woo land, isn't it? It sure it's is. 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. You get an hour. Um, and yeah. You know, practicing your skills. It's amazing. So I hope you feel better. Keep me posted on on how it's going for you. I will. Thank you so much. You bet. Love you. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com if you have a question, and we will get you on and get your question answered. And uh, we always publicize it. We put up reminders on all my social media, which is Ask Julie Ryan. And and then we also, I do a blog each week, which is a question somebody has submitted online. And then I answer it and we put a little reminder in there. Hey, if you got a question, call in. So you can do that too. Sign up for my newsletter, AskJulieRyan.com, comes out on Thursday mornings. And also you can schedule an appointment at AskJulieRyan.com. I'm booked out a little bit. The key is get on my schedule and then periodically click the reschedule button on your confirmation email. And you'll see when people have rescheduled and they reschedule all the time. All the time. The earlier this week, it was so funny. I had somebody that didn't show up for an appointment and it was booked a long time ago. And then I had somebody who was thinking that she had an appointment at that time. She didn't, but I was able to take her. She didn't even have an appointment. And then I, I gave her, I sent her an invoice and she paid. So I said, boy, you got an angel sitting on your shoulder, girl. And it worked out great. People reschedule all, all, all the time because they're booking out a little bit and then life happens. So do that. Angels and Enlightenment training is my online self-paced, has practice groups like Sharon, who was just on. She, I have a graduate of my in-person class who facilitates that. It's life-changing. And then, of course, November 
third through fifth in Atlanta. If you want to do it in person, then come come join us. The Angel Angels and Enlightenment training online is just communicating with spirit and what happens as somebody is dying. The class in Atlanta is everything, and we'll do it in a week. And you'll be able to do all the stuff that I do, and we have practice sessions for that too. So, alrighty, this week. Our question came from Christine, and Christine lives in Narberth, Pennsylvania. And she said, hi, Julie. I allowed myself to be scammed by a psychic. She put psychic in quotes. She told me lies, and because I was vulnerable, I believed her. She told me that after I die, I would wander in limbo forever unless I did what she told me to do. And that was, she convinced me to give her a lot of money so she could bury it in her backyard and draw evil spirits away from me. It was extortion and a bunch of hooey. Of course, I knew better. My dilemma is, now what do I do about it? Do I go back and confront her about her lies or do I let it go? I feel a responsibility to others to expose her because most likely if she did this to me, she's hurting others as well. It's been several years, but it still bothers me. What's the best course of action? Confront her or let it go? Thanks for your input, Christine. Here's my response. Hi, Christine. I'm so sorry to hear you were swindled by a psychic. Unfortunately, every industry has unscrupulous people and the psychic field is not exempt. The give me money and I'll bury it in my backyard scam is one I've heard of before. My best advice is to let it go and report the fraudulent psychic to your local police. That way, there will at least be a paper trail on her. In Catholic theology, limbo was believed to be the border place between heaven and hell where the souls who died without being baptized, though not condemned to punishment, were deprived of eternal happiness with God in heaven. I believe the evil spirit and limbo concepts were used for millennia to control the masses with fear and are total nonsense. In today's world, the concept of limbo isn't really discussed. Kudos to the ones who made that decision. Kind of just faded. They talked about limbo when I was a kid. Now you never hear about limbo. It's like limbo doesn't exist anymore. Okay, good. Good decision. In the future, Only go to a reputable psychic and pay with a credit card. That will help protect you from fraudsters. And remember, no need ever to worry about evil spirits or the threat of limbo because neither one of them exist. So thanks so much for submitting that question, Christine. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Julie. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you, my girl? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about your book coming out. Oh, it's, I'm having so much fun doing it because it's a whodunit for Greg and for me too. Yeah. Well, we'll get it out as soon as we can. And I think it's going to have sequels too because there's just too many people that are showing up. (laughs) Sounds exciting. And I love, I I love, you know, I love the deep South and I love the whole civil Mm -hmm. war antebellum. And this, family was one of the wealthiest families in the whole country before the Civil War. So, Oh, interesting. 
you know, <gasps> lots of stuff going on there and, and, you know, what's happening to the family fortune during the Civil War. Right, right. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Where are you? Where are you I'm located? Eden, I'm Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Okay. And Near Minneapolis. Yes, right outside of Minneapolis. And um, so many different things I'd love to say, but I my most pressing thing is I have a very good friend that's in the hospital right now. His name is Doug. But I'm ask, actually calling about his dog, Nikki. She's an 11-year-old golden retriever. And he that's the love of his life. He's a single man. And... She's staying with a neighbor right now. Um, his name is Kyle. And I just want to know if you could check in with Nikki. They only live like a mile from me. If she's doing okay or if she'd be better off at my house. She'd be better off at your house. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I, don't think, I think she's doing fine. I think yeah. she's doing fine, but she'd rather be with you. Okay. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Is he okay with that? Um, oh yeah, he'd be super okay with that. And he may be, you know, not able to come home for about a month. So, um, I just want to make sure she's in a safe place. So, yeah. I think she's safe. I think she'd just rather be with you. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's what I just needed to hear. Do you want me to check Doug? Yeah, could you check Doug? Yes, yes. He's really, I'm having trouble going in the center here. There we go. There we go. Um, yes, Doug is at a hospital in Minneapolis, and um, he just had a major surgery. Mm. All right. What's going on with him? Oh, gosh. He's got so much going on. He just, um, he's got cancer. He just got a colostomy bag. He's really having trouble with his bowels, and they can't get him out of the hospital until he can get that resolved. Did he get his gallbladder out? No. No. Okay. All right. He's, his gallbladder is erect too. I'm getting gallbladder. Oh, really? Came in. Yeah. Gallbladder is okay. going to be an issue too. So okay. let me work on that. So does he have colon cancer? Yeah. 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 And lung. And I mean, he's kind of um, it's metastasized. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me ask him if I'll, I'll ask him if he can, if he wants me to scan him. How about that? Okay. Okay. And, That'd uh, be great. Yeah. I'll do that. So I'm going to connect into you first. Go to your left. Okay. Go to, go okay. to your left. Oh, there, there we you. go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know, it's funny. In my screen, I was in the center, but with yours, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, and those of you that are listening, she just moved to her left. Miss Bobby just moved <laughs> to her left and she's in the center screen now. Uh, so I'm cooking into you and going from you to Doug. Got you going to Doug. Got Doug. Doug, I'm talking to Bobby. She's going to take your dog. Oh, thank you, God. Is <laughs> what he said. Did he oh, my goodness. Dog? Well, yeah. I know he's really worried about her. Yeah. He'll be happy that I do. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you take her? Yes, I will. I will. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, he's not dying at the moment. His spirit's in oh. his body. Oh, good. Is it okay if I, may I scan you energetically? By all means. Okay, good. (laughs) All right. So shoot energy, you know, in his predicament, it's kind of like bring in the band, whatever you need to do. Anything can help. So getting him scanned here. All right. Ah, okay. 
let's do a DNA healing first. Okay. And DNA looks like pieces of paper that you find inside a fortune cookie, Bobby, that okay. have their fortune written on it. DNA is comprised of four nucleic acids. It's represented by four letters, ATCG. There can be 100,000 letters on a strand of DNA. There can be a billion letters. I'm watching them get resequenced as if we're playing Scrabble and Warp Speed, you know, where you okay. take a letter and move it up and over mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So I'm watching that happen. He has eight strands of DNA that are doing that. Did he get the COVID shots? Do you know? I do believe he did. Yeah. It looks like he did. How I can yeah. how I can tell is the mRNA strands mm-hmm. are clear. Think of a clear oh. address label. Mm-hmm. And the letters don't get rearranged on those. They get erased. They get neutralized. Ooh. So we neutralize the mRNA. Yeah. Which is good oh, because boy. that helps yeah. his immune system heal. Right. Because it's staying in a heightened immune response. So I'm watching that happen. Doing a lymph cleanse. Imagine there's a big pneumatic tube that's a mm-hmm. vertical oval in the front of him. The lymph fluid's in there. Looks like an mm-hmm. amber color. There's a mm-hmm. hole that's open on the bottom of each foot. Okay. Any of the impurities are coming out the bottom of his feet. It's reverse osmosis purification like they do with tap water. <laughs> you know, okay. that they bottle and sell right, as purified right. water. Yeah. And then I'm watching that lymph nodes are being removed that have sequestered toxins, getting that out. New lymph nodes are coming in. Lymph nodes look like little D3 capsules to me. Okay. Amber color again. A lot of amber in this healing healing Mm -hmm. that I get to see. And I want you to picture what I'm seeing because you're my helper. And everybody that's listening or watching, when they're picturing this, we're all helping. We're all helping Doug. Excellent. Okay, got that. Heavy metal detox, two big U-shaped magnets joined in the middle going up and down his body. They turn a quarter of a turn to go all the way around his body and they're pulling out metallic particulates. Okay, so hopefully that'll help. He is not doing it at the moment. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You are most welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. Yes, thank you. Good night. Bye. Hi, Nina. Nice to meet you. Thanks for taking my question. You bet. Where are you located? Santa Monica. Oh. Santa Monica, California. Beautiful place. You're my second L.A. girl. I know I heard the other young lady, Topanga. Ah, Which you can get yours. you, You get there from your house. Very close. That's right. Well, good. Got a question for me? Yes. My husband is uh, uh, not well. He has a disease. And he's he's actually, it seems like he's going downhill. So I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts. I'm a realist, so whatever you say is okay. But I'm just curious. What's his name, Nina? Alan. Alan. And uh, what's going on with him? He has Lewy body dementia. And oh he's boy. in late stage. Oh boy. Is he home? Yes. I have or is he in a care. care facility? No, I have him home and uh, with full-time care. God bless you. Oh my yeah. goodness. 
Oh, He's amazing. Wow. So, okay. yeah. Oh, all right. So, connected into you from you to Alan. All right, God, Alan. He's in phase three of the 12 phases of transition, which means that he is dying at the moment. And do you know what the 12 phases of transition are? No, I read your book. Well, that's the 12 phases of transition. Remember? But it's been a while, like I have to remember. One. Okay, so phase one, the body exits through the top of the head, looks like a speech bubble hanging on to the top of the head. And then the parents' spirits show up, angels show up, deceased loved ones' spirits. He's in phase three. So he's, the angels have just shown up for him. They're in a circle around him. And so he is in the, he's in the dying phase of the 12 phases of transition. Thank you for reading my book, by the way. I hope it gave you information and comfort. I loved it. Wonderful. And so let's ask him the three questions I always ask. Alan, are you ready to go? He's saying yes. Are you in pain? Not really. What do you need permission to go? Who do you need permission from? You. Have you given him permission to go yet? No, but that just said Nina. Yeah, he said Nina. Do you have kids that he needs to hear from as well? Yeah. I have two. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. So just say, hey, dad, you know, hey, honey, it's okay. If you are ready to go to heaven, just watch over us. You know, be, you're going to be around us and, uh, and we'll, we'll look for signs from you and, and just be our advocate in heaven. And, but he's looking for permission to go from you guys. I was wondering so about that. Yeah. You said that came up today? Yeah, it did. It came up today. And yeah. so I think it's, uh, I did, I thought it would be good to have the conversation. Of course, you know, with this kind of, I don't know how long it takes. I don't know. I mean, it's been uh, several years, but I feel like it's taken a turn for the worse. But, mm-hmm. you know, you never yeah. know. Everybody's going to be different. It's going to take different. Is he able to communicate at all? So he can, and he, you know, it, with the dementia, he can recognize, he knows everybody more, but he can't really get the words out. He's very weak because this is a, uh, Louis body is physical. Um, but, you know, like today he went on a drive with my daughter and he sang a couple of lyric songs. Other times we don't get a single word out of him. Right. But he's weaker, he's walking, everything. And so I thought, oh, something seems different. Yeah. Yeah. It can take days, weeks, months, years, even. And everybody's different. If you know from reading my book, if he starts looking like he's seeing people in the room or he mentions somebody, we tend to think, oh, you know, dad's hallucinating. No, dad's not. Dad's able to see people and spirits. And so he's looking for permission to go from all of you. Yeah, no, okay. it's hard. No, but yeah. that's, it's, I mean, we've been expecting it for a long time. We just don't know how long. So I thought mm-hmm. it was, would be good to hear from you what your thoughts were. You're not supposed to, we're not supposed to know how long. Right. right. Yeah. And he's going to decide when he goes, where he goes, who's with us or not when he goes. We yes. all decide that. 
And Mostly so I was like, him he, or not. yeah. And my, my concern was like, he couldn't, he's not communicating pain. Like he passed a kidney stone two weeks ago and didn't say a word. And I know that that's incredibly painful because he did it once before many years ago when it was, he ended up in the hospital. It was so bad. So I thought, is he in pain? And I don't know it. I just can't tell. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing that he's not showing the pain, that it's yeah. not registering. Yeah, yes. that's a blessing. Yes. Yeah. Well, sending you big hugs and lots of love and, you know, hang in there. Look for the little miracles along the way, like him being able to go for a ride with your daughter today. Yes, we do. We count the blessings. Okay. Thank you Thanks so for much. calling, Nina. Keep us Thank posted. You. I will. Okay. I will be back on. Thank you so much. Hi, Tara. Hi. Um, nice to virtually meet you. Um, this is all new to me. My sister is a huge fan of yours and is going to your training in Atlanta. And Yay! <laughs> she thought... Come with her. <laughs> we'll see. I'm I'm very much a skeptic about all this, but um that's appropriate. I've tried, I've tried everything and so I'm willing to give this a shot. Um, Great. Where are you? Where are you located? Um Syracuse, New York. Okay. Great. It's it is appropriate to be a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. Hmm. My blog that I read, this woman was swindled by psychic, by a yeah. psychic. And yeah. Absolutely. I'm a skeptic. And I think it's good to be a skeptic. But okay. just because you don't believe something doesn't mean it isn't real. So use your gut when you're discerning of, does this feel real? I mean, even if I don't understand it. And then that's how I go forward on things that I, that I, that I'll get a gut feeling like, eh, this, this feels sketchy or, oh, that feels good but I don't understand it and I'll either research it or not, but I'll just take it at face value. So what's going on with you? Well, that's what I'm hoping you could tell me because I have been to every doctor. I've had every scan, um, every blood test. Nobody knows what's wrong with me, but I am in constant pain for three years and I've not been able to work. Now, whatever you do, don't tell me I'm dying or I have cancer, please, because I couldn't handle those. But if you have a vague idea of where to direct my energy, then that's okay. <laughs> well, well, pain in your joints, pain all over your whole body, in your head, where's the pain? It is in my abdominal cavity and my pelvis, okay. but not the digestive tract. It is sort of free-floating pain right under the, the skin in the abdominal cavity where it feels like almost all my organs are made up of like red hot razor blades trying to rip out of my skin. Oh, for heaven's sake. Have you had any surgeries? Not yet. I'm hoping to avoid that, but I'm in September. I should be having laparoscopic exploratory surgery um, to see. I, so because I've had every, every possible scan and, and blood test done and nobody knows what it could be. And I can't find another person on earth that has these symptoms. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sure there are. You just haven't run into them yet. Let me get you on my radar. How this works. Do you, is it Tara or Tara? Tara. Tara. Okay. All right. Like God with the wind. We were talking exactly. about God with the wind yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's another day. Red. <laughs> 
Scarlet, tomorrow's it does isn't that Scarlet says that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's I my start. namesake and I've never seen it. I really have to watch it. <laughs> oh, it's fab it's long. It's long. I know. That's the hesitation. Yeah. Long, but it's oh, it's fabulous. I've seen yeah. it probably six or eight times. Oh wow. Okay. So here we go. And I'm obviously not from the South. I'm a Yankee who's oh, transplanted. So, oh. Yeah, Ohio. Okay. So <laughs> Thanksgiving when I bring dressing, you know, to go with the turkey, my friends always say, could you bring some of that Yankee dressing? Because they <laughs> have cornbread dressing down here. I make I make it out of breadcrumbs and, oh. you know, like the, the regular bread. Okay, I digress. Raising my vibrational level, here comes my laser beam from Birmingham, heading over to you in Syracuse, heading up to you. I'm seeing scar tissue there. That's why I asked if you'd had any abdominal surgeries. Did you have a C-section? Did you Have you been scoped? Anything? The colonoscopies. I've had a couple of colonoscopies. Okay. All right. I'm seeing scar tissue. And scar tissue looks to me like fake spiderweb material that you see at Halloween that comes in a bag and you can stretch it out and put it on a bush or on a in a window or whatever. My analogies are really hilarious at times. And it's just to give us a frame of reference of something we can picture. And the reason why they come in symbolically is because we bypass the rational mind, the conscious mind saying, oh, that she can't see inside of me. That's not true. That, how could that work? And we're, and we go right into the subconscious. So it helps integrate the healing. So I'm cutting out the scar tissue. When you move, what I'm watching is it's like it's tethered. And as you were talking at the beginning, which is why I always like to hear what's going on with people when I first get them on my radar, I'm getting what I call divine downloads into my head. I'm getting information coming in. And then once I get you on my radar, then I can go in and look. So colonoscopies, did they remove some polyps or anything? What Did you have any issues with the colonoscopies? Um, they did remove um, like a very tiny uh, polyp and biopsied it. And, um, you know, they put like a little tattoo there where they, they, they mark the spot where the polyp was from. Um, yeah, that was... Um, over three years ago. Okay. So the scar tissue is being removed. It reminds me of when a team is winning a basketball, they've won a basketball championship and they cut down the net at the end, yeah. you know, off the rim to as a memento of the tournament. So that's being removed. A lot of inflammation, getting that calmed down. Inflammation looks like red fog on body parts. And I use an anti-inflammatory energy to calm that down. It's a royal blue color. Think of those refreezable ice packs. That's what that looks like. I so I'm live with them down. on my body all the time, yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. And GI, you're not having any GI issues, you said. What do you like to eat? Are you a sugar girl? No, well, I've had GI issues my whole life. I've had terrible digestion, stomach aches my whole life. So this is nothing new to me. And the pain is outside of the GI tract, but I'm vegan. Um, I have been for many years. Um, Sugar's vegan. Do you eat a lot of sugar? No, I really don't. 
Okay. All right. Any processed stuff? Are you eating primarily low well, on the food screen? I eat, right now, I eat so well. I mean, I keep trying all these things like raw food, fast, juice cleanses. So I, I barely ever have processed food in the ever since I've gotten sick. So I've really cut back on that stuff a lot for years. Okay. All right. So I am getting that it's GI related. And I am getting that you've got scar tissue in that area. I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. I don't know what it's from. I don't know if maybe you pulled some stomach muscles or something. You got scar tissue that I that I watched get removed. I don't know. Schedule an appointment with me and we can do a deep dive and we'll reverse engineer all your symptoms. I can spend an hour with you. But the um, that's what I removed was scar tissue. And that was the first thing that came in was the scar tissue, which can be super painful when okay. that happens. You've been to the GYN and they've checked you for endometriosis and all of that? Well, I, um, I'm also postmenopausal. So um, I brought up endometriosis and they said at my age, it's highly unlikely. And I've had I'm not so seeing many, it. You're not seeing it, right? I'm not seeing it, but did you have it when you were younger? Not that I know of. Okay. Oh, you would have known. It's really painful, <laughs> apparently. Okay. I didn't have it, thank God. But yeah, I have friends that did. It's crazy painful. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a gut biome test called Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M-E, and it'll be in the show notes. There's a link. It's a fancy name for a poop test, Tara, and you do it at home. You don't need a doctor's order. It's about a hundred bucks. At the checkout, use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, and that'll give you about 60% off. I would do that, and that's going to tell you what your superfoods are to incorporate into your diet, what the foods are for you to avoid, and everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little. And you can put on there that you're vegan and they'll they'll work within that. But that's a really good place to start to get the inflammation calmed down. Right. Are you able to wave a magic wand and make my digestion better in any way? You know, you know what? I just cleared it out and nobody heals anybody else, including me. We all heal ourselves. So as you've learned, no doctor heals anybody else. No healer, no medical provider, no whatever. We facilitate you healing yourself. So the suggestions are, I would do the Viome test. I would look and see what those are. And hopefully that's going to help relieve some of the inflammation. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. You bet. Hope you feel better. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hey, Denise. How are you? I'm great. How are you, girl? (laughs) Could be be worse. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, tell everybody where you are, please. Uh, In Arizona, where it's really hot. Okay. Right now it's 112. Oh, jeez. That's pretty hot. Yeah, and it's 6 o'clock. Are they frying eggs on the sidewalk? You could. <laughs> I've seen that a lot. Yeah. That's wild. Oh, well, how may I help you? Um, I'm, I'm in hospice, as you know. 
You know, I have hospice at home and I've been in phase 11 since early July and I'm feeling lots of angst and I'm not trusting my own intuition anymore. Um, Cause like I said, I was 12 and you said, Oh, that means you're <laughs> dead. I'm like, I'm dead. But anyway, I was wondering if you could like take a look at me. I don't want anything fixed cause I'm in hospice, but is there some type of a scan or something where you can look at me and ask those questions? Cause I don't even believe my answers that I say out loud or write in my journal. Does that sound crazy? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, and I know you're ready to go. And I know that you're, you're like, what the heck? Why am I still here? And what's the deal with that? When the spirit is out of the body and attached to the top of the head, Denise, I'm unable to scan somebody medically because the spirit is the power source for the body. It's still powering your body, but it's the equivalent when it's out of the body of me looking at an x-ray in a pitch black room without any electricity. That makes sense. So I'm a I'm unable to see what's going on physically. I can see the spirit out of your body. You have a very large vortex above your head, which is going to help your body and your spirit separate when the time comes. You have lots of spirits in the room with you. The angels are in a straight line in front of you. They're kind of like crowd control between our world in the spirit world. What are you anxious about? What are you scared about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm ready, but I know that Sadie's not ready. That's my other person. She's not ready. She can't even deal with questions. And I don't know. I'm just like waiting, waiting, waiting. And like you said the last time, that spirit is like amazed by me. And um, so I don't know. I was able to move my cruise up until next month. So I'm hoping that's what it is. I mean, I just don't understand. And that's like giving me a lot of anxiety and craziness. Well, <laughs> are you are you worried about about leaving? Are you worried about that things aren't aren't buttoned up for you to go? Are you what what is causing the anxiety? Are you are you afraid of what's going to happen when you do transition? Yeah. So, some, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Well, everybody goes to heaven. I promise, 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 promise. I've worked with thousands and thousands of people. My dad was worried about that when he was dying. I said, Dad, I've never seen angels drop anybody in a fiery pit. Doesn't happen. And, yeah. and okay. every, every spirit that I've talked to, everybody's in heaven. It's hard for us to understand that because we've been so indoctrinated with, are you going to fly or are you going to fry when yeah. you die? And, right. and, and it's hard for us to understand that somebody like a Hitler would be in heaven. But the personality yeah. stays with the body when somebody dies, Denise, and all spirits are pure love. And that's the part that's eternal and that's the part that's in heaven. And heaven's all around us. So so there's that. Do you have everything in, in order as far as your affairs? I have all my affairs in order. I have a cremation plan. I have everything good to go for my, I'm going on a river cruise to Europe. So I have all that in order right now. And um, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if I'm standing in my own way or someone else is in my way. I just can't tell anymore. <laughs> 
nobody can be in your way because your spirit's going to leave when it's ready. You know, okay. your your spirit is wanting to experience, wanting for you to experience and explore this, this kind of in-between phase. I love that you're going on a river cruise. Good for you. Oh my gosh. It was in October and I was like, I don't think I'm going to have the energy to go because my energy is dropping a lot. And so uh, Viking Cruise Line is awesome. I'm not giving any kind of commercial, but they're awesome. They did this for me. And the other thing I want to hear is I have a hospice nurse and she comes, she comes every week. And I told her and the um, social worker about my book that I read and my hospice nurse, Barbara bought the book and read it. And she said it made so much sense to go along with the medical issues that they see. And she said, thank you for the book. No. You're welcome. She's hold, for those of you that are listening and not watching, she's holding up a copy of my book, Angelic Attendance. I, yeah, I give that book to a lot of hospice uh, yeah. workers and they say, oh my gosh, you know, everything that you talk about, I've witnessed. Have you started seeing any spirits or well, do you, are you in your dreams maybe or? See, that that's the weird thing. I take lots of naps now. And so, you know, I always, I have a, shrine with my dad in front of me but I've talked to him ever since he passed in 2015 now I actually saw my mom for the first time since she's passed and I was able to talk to her and um sorry for my blubbering but um I actually got to see my three past dogs um that was wonderful and made me very happy I saw my aunt Roberta who just passed not too long ago. So I'm just so ready to go up there. I've seen other, other. I've gone with other people, you know, going up there and I'm so looking forward to it because it just looks like it's peace and tranquility. And I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm just rambling. <laughs> no, did your, did your mom and your, your dogs and your other family members, did they come to you in a dream or did you see them during the day or how did that work for you? I saw my dogs during the day. I actually saw their physical bodies during the day, which was so wonderful. Now, when I saw my mom, it was in a dream. And the other day I was having, um, I don't know, I don't know if they're dreams, but when I was sleeping, I should say, um, there was three people there. I was like a little kid and my dad was my dad and he was holding my hand and we were walking down this dark tunnel and there was someone in front of us. My assumption would be my mother and it just stopped. Like, I don't know what happened to it. And I thought maybe we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all, you're, you're doing it all perfectly, my girl. You are. And did you see spirits before you got sick? Have you ever seen spirits before in your life? No. no. Which is very typical because 90% of people at the end of their lives see the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets. And that's what university-based research shows. And so you are, you are right on target with that. I love that you're, you're planning on going on the cruise. Yes. I think that's that just, wonderful. That's that's just that's wonderful. Yes, thank you so yeah. much. I looked at you're welcome, to- honey but it's so far out that I don't think I'll be here. Okay, well, thanks for calling. Sending you lots of love. 
Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Alrighty, everybody. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Please tell your family and friends about the show. Send them a copy. Send them a link. And sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. See you next time. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.